the heart of the River Kingdoms lies an old Pathfinder Lodge, once thought lost. A lodge shrouded in secrecy and mystery, driving many to believe that its goals are not that of exploration, but of more nefarious purposes. Recently, an unknown venture captain has reopened the lodge and recruited a new group of Pathfinder agents to do its bidding. Whether their goals are to benefit the society or something much more sinister is yet to be seen. Welcome to Tales from the Black Lodge. Hey everyone, welcome to Rule for Combat Tales from the Black Lodge. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's episode, they got off the sandbar, they managed to get to town, all they need to do is find the pirate captain and convince her to sign the treaty, but that is going to be a little trickier than they think. So once again, we have Eric Moina joining us in this adventure. Eric's character, as now you've heard the first episode, is fascinating. So he's 85 years old, approximately, and he's a wizard with an AC of 11, and he's first level character. How is he going to survive even one battle, especially in Pathfinder 2nd Edition, which is super deadly? I do not know, and we will see how that happens. I do like that he is playing his character so against type and against grain. And you're going to see what I mean in this episode, that when he's presented something to do, he never just says, okay, I'll just do that because that's what the module says. No, he actually stays in character and says, oh no, my character won't do that. Can we do something else instead? And I really like when characters do that to a point. I don't like it when every single talking point becomes a decision and we got to discuss it and arbitrate it and so forth. But in small batches, it's really fun. And you'll see this to great extent in this week's episode with Eric. One thing else I want to mention is that I have something appear in this episode that has been in past podcasts. If you listen to Dead Sons, it was in Dead Sons, it was in Plague Stone, actually it was a big part of Plague Stone, and that was in this one. And that's something I like to do. I like to take individual objects or characters or themes and have them spill over between adventures. First of all, it helps connect people to the world, and it's just fun, you know, especially if a character comes up with something fun, you want to make sure you keep bringing those character elements over and over again, even if it's completely different characters, even if it's different parts of the world. Heck, I even have the same element appear in the Starfinder universe. Why would it be there? Who knows? But it's in both universes. And I'm not going to say what it is. For those of you who have listened to those podcasts can probably guess it, but it comes up in this episode. And I'll talk about it more next week how this thing came about and what the whole history of it is but it's fascinating when as a gm you kind of make something up on the fly and then pcs really take to it they really enjoy it and then you decide i'll try it again and you do it again and sure enough everyone loves it again i think very much of like star trek because they would do that all the time. Like they would throw out characters to see, you know, what sticks to the wall, what people like. And if you remember the Borg, obviously everyone knows what the Borg is. The Borg were, you know, they were kind of interesting. The very first time they showed them, they didn't really talk. 
they weren't quite super scary, but the concept of them was so fascinating that they kept bringing them back and expanding them to the point that they are not only one of the greatest enemies in the history of Star Trek, but they're one of the greatest enemies in the history of sci-fi. There's just something about them that just stuck. And that's something else I like to do. Whenever you see something that everyone's interested in and all your characters really resonate with, bring it back. You know, it doesn't have to be a one-hit wonder. Just bring that character, bring that concept back into your games, you know, sparingly. I wouldn't use it all the time. Think of, like, the Borg. You know, every so often the Borg show up and everything gets exciting and then they disappear. Same thing here. Every so often you might want to have that item show up or that bad guy or that god or the concept or, or something to that effect. Again, I'll talk to you a little bit more about this next week, but you're going to see and hear the reaction when it comes up this week. Also, one more thing I want to note this week, because you're going to hear a lot of bad rolls this week. Of course, there's a lot of good ones, but there's a lot of bad rolls, is that everything you hear is legitimate. They're all live rolls. We do everything out in the open. If you're a Patreon, you can watch us play. So when people are rolling ones and failing things left and right, none of that's scripted. Nothing is scripted. It just happens. All the rolls are down in the open. I do 99% of my rolls out in the open. So whatever happens, happens. And when things start going really, really bad, so be it. That's just the way the game works. That's the way we like to play it. I very rarely hide rolls. The only times I hide rolls is when they call them to. Obviously, there's a lot of secret rolls in Pathfinder 2nd Edition, so those I do secret. Otherwise, pretty much all of them are just open rolls. So keep that in mind while you listen to this week's episode. Some very quick show notes. Do check out our Patreon. If you do 10 bucks, you can listen to us and watch us every single week. If you do 5 bucks, you can get the shows early. And if you do more, you can even play with us. You can be a guest. If you want to be a guest on Black Lodge, you can do that. That is right. Also, do check out our Discord channel. Just go to discord.rollforcombat.com. You can play games. I've been setting up a game a day the last couple of weeks. There's a lot of games getting added. Tons and tons of games. I just saw a new game of Plague Stone. I've seen new Adventure Pass set up. And I've even seen just intro games set up. People who just want to start out and want to know what Play by Discord is all about. They've been playing introductory Starfinder and Pathfinder 2nd Edition adventures on Discord. It's really simple. And I think once you start, you get really addicted. I've seen people playing 20 games simultaneously. It is nuts. Once you really, really get into it, you really enjoy it. So check that out. And if you post enough, you get to level 10, you get a free t-shirt. So check that out. Again, discord.wolfforcombat.com. And with that, let's get to this week's exciting episode. So as the boat arrives in Port Peril at sunset, you drift into Crescent Harbor where you see sailors disembarking for shore leave and singing rowdily as they work and get ready to go out into the nightlife. Hellar soon lands at a smaller dock to unload her catch and gestures at Fane's ship at one of the docks. And you see it's just, there it is, the Risen Albatross. And it's a beautiful, gorgeous, huge ship. So you know that Fane is here somewhere. And she, sa she says, well, I know you're to meet Fane. She's somewhere here where 
the kids go nowadays, I have no idea where you'll find Fane. Maybe you want to go ask the harbor master. Might have an idea where he saw Fane head to. But I'll be back here in a few hours when I'm done unloading everything. So just wait for me if I'm not here, and then we'll go back to the sandbar. And uh, you'll be picked up tomorrow morning, okay? Sounds good. John Stats is playing Mr. Peepers, a halfling thief rogue. All right. So she goes off to go do her business, and you are at the port. You have to find Fane. What do you do? Well, I guess we should probably start with Hilar's suggestion and talk to the harbor master and see if they know of Thane's whereabouts. Jason McDonald is playing Nella Amberleaf, a human wild druid. Tuskogman. Chris Beamer is playing Thorgim the Lion, a dwarf redeemer champion. Yep. I mean, the Farbmaster is easy to find. I mean, because there's like an office and it's right in front of you. And Mr. Peepers is going there's right up. There's a harbor master here. So you see a male dwarf. And they, I like that uh, there's a lot of dwarves. It's a very yeah. dwarf heavy event. I like yeah, it. Yeah, there's a lot of dwarves. Good. Gross. Um, <laughs> yeah, you see. Uh, See a dwarf? He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the harbor master. Uh, what, what do you want? Got lots of things to do. I'm busy, busy man. Uh, yeah, we're looking for Fane. She is supposed to be here somewhere. Do you know where she would be hanging out? We have business to, uh, to, to take with her. Mmm. Yeah. Let me uh, think about that. And he puts a finger up to his. Uh, his head, and he starts rubbing his fingers together, <laughs> like this. Like, hmm. I, I could, I think Dorgram. I can remember where, uh, mm. where I saw her last. If uh, someone uh, here, rub this and me. rub this instead. Flips and Nella flips him a gold. Her, a gold. Him, him a gold. Her. A gold. No, him, him, him. Yeah, sorry. A gold, and he's he looks at it. He goes, "Wow, that's awfully nice, but." This is only enough for one of my fingers. I still got four more to go. Hmm. I think if the all my fingers had something shiny on them, maybe I could remember where uh, I all saw right. Fane. How about, how about four pieces of silver? Here you go. Ah, oh, damn silvers. You can keep that. I want, you know, my fingers like gold. <laughs> Each one wants a piece of gold. That's all I'm telling you. I Five. see my thumb. My thumb's awfully happy right about now with that piece of gold. Five gold pieces is a month's stipend. That's too much money. Mm, that's a shame. Guess you could go find where uh, she is on your own. But he, po- he pockets the gold and skills back to work. Oh, well, my God. I- Mr. Peepers gives him a gold. Take a gold from Mr. Peepers. Oh, my index finger thanks you, good sir. But the other three are no right, I, I, I take up they a collection. Gold I, take, I take up a collection so we can all donate one gold. What? Yeah. You know, my fingers are lonely as well. I was about to. I mean, I was actually thinking that that's the point at which we kind of stiffen up and say, look, this is big town. This is one of the most famous venture captains out there. I don't think we need to keep paying you. You expect me to pay a gold piece to get this information? I don't want to start my adventure and career in the hole. Uh, sometimes this is how it works. It's the best way, the most, the quickest way. We don't have a lot of time to make it back to our Fine, 
Fine, fine, fine. And I pull out ten silver pieces. <laughs> of course you do. Hand them out one. <laughs> you don't have and a And I look book. and I'm like checking the year copper. on each one. <laughs> oh, yes, this one. And this one. And he's got like a little old person pouch of coins. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I'm surprised you don't give me a there marker. All right, so I'll take the ten silver. I'll take the uh, and I'll convert it into gold out of my gold, and then one from Nella and one from uh, Nick Knox, and then give it to him. Oh, he's so like ten. Oh, one, two, three, <laughs> four, five. Mm, my fingers are happy. That he quickly pockets it. Pathfinder oh, Society question. Yeah, uh, is this you a lose reput- that gold. Is this a reputable area in? Uh... God, God no. no. Okay, Lord, so it's a pirate haven. It's the pirate right. haven. Okay, Mr. <laughs> Peepers is going to pickpocket that five gold back into his pocket. That will get wow. you a... I'm going to warn you now. If you fail... But it's not a Pathfinder area. It is, it is a Pathfinder oh. area. It is. Oh, it's I thought you said it wasn't. I thought you just said it wasn't. Okay. Well, you live in a rough and tumble world. You know that. I mean, so, it would be we get infamy if he does that, or yeah, yeah get, if he fails. Oh, okay, all right. Well, then never mind then. Okay, you, you got a hero point. <laughs> he does. He only has one. Um, with that, he goes on to explain. Yes, I know where Fane is. Fane, she went over to the last catch, and uh, he he points oh, down God. and uh, towards the harbor, and you can see. And one of the docks leads to a small islet, and it's an open-air tavern filled with fishing boats and seafaring customers. It's literally a tavern on the water. This is That's Nick Knox's cool. dream vacation. It's water, water everywhere. He loves it. <laughs> he goes on to explain, yes, yes, the last catch. It's... Uh, It's a very interesting bar. Many of the patrons are amphibious or aquatic in nature. And some of them even enjoy their drinks while bobbing up and down in the water off the pier. But yes. uh, It's like Club Med. (laughs) If you go down there, walk down that pier to the islet, and you'll be able to find the pub. No problem. All right. I say we, we, we head on out in that direction. Thank you, sir. Okay. Let's get the rest of you together. As as we're leaving, Nella feels a little guilty and gives uh, gives Volteris back his his gold. He is no. just a, he is just a novice adventurer. So put it in my shaky hand, please. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Now, did you give me the gold piece or the ten silver piece? I was just going to give you a gold piece. But ah, <laughs> do yes. you really want nice. ten silver? No, no, no. Uh, it's getting heavy, that pouch. It's got to last quite some time all the journey back. Nella's a, Nella's a druid. She doesn't really, you know, fancy, city, much, li- yeah. fancy city living and money doesn't really, you know, register that much with her. So you uh, want, you Volta- want, yeah. yeah, you can go. Go ahead. No, you go. You go. I got nothing. It wasn't okay. funny. Yeah, okay. Uh, you you walk up to the homely tavern on the islet in Crescent Harbor, and it is it is happening. I tell you, this place is busy. There are dozens upon dozens of people in this open air bar that's 
enormous. It fills up the entire ice slip. Or, a.k.a. a battle map made by Paizo. What a coincidence! Who knew? Nice. I know. It's They always seem to be about that size. Very convenient. Why. Anyhow, you... Uh, it's, you it's, look- it's a zoning rule that your buildings have to be one battle map wide. 24 That's- by 30. <laughs> they all have to be exactly that size. Anyhow, you find uh, lots of people. And sure enough, just by her description, you see Stella Fane up in the corner having a drink. And she even recognizes you and sort of like waves you over to come join her. And I'll ping where she is, by the way. All right. A hobble over. Yeah, where's the... Uh... Over there. Oh, wait for me. I'm coming. <laughs> Slowly. Oh, you're so fast. I'm an old man. Wait for me. I actually move really slowly also. Oh, there's a lot of people here. There certainly are many. Ah, don't patrons. worry about them. Don't They're worry all about the patrons. partying. Yes, the place uh, is filled. Filled. Uh, here I am. Fishermen, aquatic people. It's just... It is a lovely, lovely place. Just a little sense of danger. Just a little. But, you know, you are... No social distancing here. Nope. Are there any other ducks here? You see no other ducks. Are you still a duck? Are you still a duck? No, I'm, I'm human at the moment, but if I have to... Or half F now, but if I have to go back into duck form. There's are you seagulls. a duck that's... There's lots flight- of seagulls, though. You're, you're probably a flightless duck, right? I don't. I don't get flying until fourth or sixth level or something. Yeah. I might as well be a penguin then. Dodo. Put Dodo. Dodo bird. Dodo bird. Seth Lipton is playing Nix Knox, a goblin fire elementalist sorcerer. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mister Mister Peepers, I'm Mister Peepers. She is really impressive looking. Like she is decked to the nines. If you imagined what a pirate captain of renown would look like she is it she's got long swords daggers the tricorder hat feather sticking up leather boots leather pants the leather on the shoulder everything everything except (laughs) the parrot she doesn't have a parrot but she looks awesome and she looks at you all and says ah you're all just in time just like the little baby cleaner fish not knowing that the shark might decide it wants a meal more than sparkling clean teeth let's see what we're dealing with but first a toast come on around and she looks over and she's like bartender Six of my personal favorites. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes. And, what she, and sure enough, the bartender brings over six cups. And the cups are made of wood. They're actually not made of glass or anything else. They're mugs of wood. And she goes on to explain here. It's an old favorite of mine. See what type of stuff you're made out of. I call it. What's oh boy. It called again? Oh boy. Oh, that's right. It's called Old Woody. <laughs> yes. The return of Old Woody. Oh, old Woody. Oh. 
Haven't been called that for 60 years. <laughs> 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 Gotta be made of stirred stuff to drink this. You see, the reason she's like holding it up, it's like the reason they serve it in wooden mugs is because it eats through everything else. But with that, to commercies, and she like I uh, sit up. I, I take I drink. take two, I t and I say. Well, there's uh, only there's only there's only uh, one for each of you. I understand. So. I take two, and I and I yeah. say to her, I say, um, well, my my friend over here is quite wizened and, and aged. He's yeah. not able to uh, to to stomach this. So if he could be excused from this, uh, that would be. He's got a, health, a medical condition. My liver uh, is yeah. not what it once was, I'm afraid. And, mm. I say, and I try to do like diplomacy, if that helps in any way. Uh, sure. I can, can I try to help him? Sure. Well, you know, eight and other sucks in this this edition. Oh, did I say that out loud? How <laughs> oh, dare you? How dare yeah. you? <laughs> you can try I'm sorry. It is cha it's challenging in this edition. Okay, challenge. It's harder to do. It's much harder to do, but you go yeah. right ahead. Go for it. Do you want me to roll it in the... You roll it in the thing, right? You do Right. This. Well, what you could do is, if you're doing it off of diplomacy or whatever, just click yeah. on the character. Yeah. And then click on skills up in the left-hand corner, and then it'll ask you which skill you want to roll, and it'll do it automatically. I see. I'm learning all the time. Well, I'll do diplomacy, because that's what... Yep, that's what I'm doing. Yep. So you do yours first, and I'll see. I'll, add, I'll do mine after that. Oopsie. Wow. I don't like to drink! Man, I've got a bad liver. How many times do I have to explain this? I'm actually glad he failed. Oh my god, Thorgrim rolls a seven. Oh no. And <laughs> Bull Tanner's rolls a seven. You guys as I spill it all over her. Terrible. Terrible. So with that, she she looks at you and she's like, That's okay, old man. I got something for you. Bartender! Oh, right. some warm milk, perhaps. Yes, yes. don't worry. It's, it's, it's similar to warm's milk. It's called Best Matters Brew. Oh. I think you'll enjoy it. Mm. And she, she like waves him over and brings over. Isn't that this, the, uh, isn't that the god of the pirates? Maybe. And, it's called and, Besmara's Brew. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, Besmara's Brine. Sorry, Besmara's Brine. Salty. <laughs> Much better. Well, yes. She goes on to explain. It's like, here you are, old man. This is what people usually drink after they lose a wager. It's mostly made of things like ghost peppers, ginger, bitter herbs, seeped for days in seawater. It's a specialty. But I'm sure it'll go down nice and smooth for you. But with that... A toast to Commercies. And she looks at all of you in the eye, making sure each and every one of you drink up Old Woody and the brine. And she knocks it back. Well, now we got her. So now yeah. it Nella takes hers yep. and goes now and slugs it down. Yep. Okay. Slug Everyone it down. give me a fortitude sale. Peace to people. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. Oh, Nella. Nella. Fail. <laughs> That's a one. That's a one for fail. Nella. Wow. Thorgrim succeeds. All right. Who are we missing? No, we got everyone. Okay. Old now, Woody's going to punish me. <laughs> yeah, well, Nala drinks Old Woody down. Now, Eric, here's the thing. Old Woody has been in all of our adventures going from Starfinder to Pathfinder. Well, since, well, well. Since 
a long time now, actually, and it has a storied background. And the the thing about what old Woody is, it usually involves drinking contests and heavy fortitude saves. And no one knows exactly what old Woody's made out of, but failing it is always bad. And in fact, the original incarnation of old Woody, there was a whole sub table to roll on to see what happened to you. But I think you turned green in one of them. I forgot what one of them was. Jason. It was more of a blue. And oh, right, blue. But uh, it, actually, yeah, it was path. It was Pathfinder, then Starfinder, then Pathfinder again. That's right. That's right. Instead, I will drink. It's like brake fluid. As that's right and uh so, so let's potion mixability in a glass yeah let's do the successful ones thorgrim gets a critical success and after all the other warm-ups this is this is goes down smooth volteris uh he's fine uh, he volteris he, it's a little it's a little pungent a little is it gross. alcoholic no it's literally okay. made of ghost peppers ginger bitter herbs and oh. water that sounds repulsive, but hey, it's gross. It's a tonic. It's your morning tonic. It's, yeah, <laughs> follow follow us for more recipes. Yes, uh, Nick Knox drinks it no problem. Mister Peepers drinks so 14, it. Fourteen, fourteen. So coughing up, he starts oh. coughing it up, and she looks at Mister Peepers with kind of a a frown, and. Nella drinks it and falls over unconscious on the ground. And Nella's like a Warner Brothers cartoon. <laughs> yeah, she's like, like the eyes go out and she just goes <laughs> down. And like down for the count. That is one drunk duck. <laughs> yeah, she turns back into a duck. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, and um, yeah, Stella Fane is just laughing to herself. It's like, well. At least uh, some of you have uh, have a little bit of moxie in ya. Yes. Mr. Ah. Peepers here has vomited twice in one day. <laughs> That's true. I could yeah. put my hand... I'm going to, like, tap him on the head, you know, and I'm just like, Mr. Peepers, perhaps you should take my advice and not drink. It clearly does not agree with you, Mr. It, Peepers. It definitely doesn't. Perhaps. But if you vomit in the ocean, it doesn't count. It's it doesn't count if you vomit in the ocean. Oh. Except we're not in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> so this, well, that's only one vomit today, then. So that's not a trend. That's not a trend. Well, it's a, it's, watch a, it's, it's an isolated. It may incident. become. It may become habitual. It has a way of doing that. This is like a, if, a fine spring water to me. Uh, what's next? <laughs> Oh, would you, any of you wish to play a game? I am an expert at darts. Would any of you wish to play me in some darts before mm. we get to business? What are the stakes of this game? Stakes? Oh, nothing more than uh, my willingness to agree to your terms. And with that, she gives like a little eyebrow up. She says, I'm sure the Pathfinders, she says that like kind of quietly so no one can hear. The Pathfinders are a adventurous crowd. Of course, I've heard that many times. But do they truly know how to party? Let's find out. You were able to, well, more or less drink old Woody. 
Oh, who wants to play some darts? Come, come. It's fun. I say well, are, are darts Mr. a simple Peter. weapon? So darts is, it's basically, you just need a, yeah, it's a simple weapon. It's basically proficiency in darts or knives. And you two can play darts with her. Ooh. But Mr. Peepers, I, I think yeah. you might be the most skilled at darts. I'm pretty good at darts. Yeah. yeah. You're very nimble. Uh, it's a good thing you have not been drinking. <laughs> well, the, uh, it's a good thing I stayed. haven't been keeping anything down. That's yes. the problem. Well, she she goes up to say, "He's like, well, we'll play, we'll play three rounds. Uh, which which one of you three want to play against me? Th three of you." And she asks, "I can my tremors will prevent me from being good at this." Nella says, "I'll do it." Then falls back asleep. She <laughs> <laughs> looks at, at uh, well, Terrace and says, "Well, for those of you with magic, if you wish to use yes. uh, a telekinetic projectile or something else similar, yes. that too will work in this case." If the I am a great wizard, but I did not prepare that spell. Mm. <laughs> uh, oh wait, it's a cantrip, is it not? Yes. You have it. Yes. I'm definitely not very good at the darts. Yeah. This I know. I'm not going to be good at this either. But Mr. Peepers well, and Nella Nick and Nick Knox are going to uh, be good. Nick Knox, do you have uh, that telekinetic Hoochie uh, Well, you could also use no, a no. dagger. No, okay. Mr. Peepers can do this. But Nick Knox probably I got has this. dexterity. I got right? You only get one round. No, three of you. She's asking which three. I don't even need three rounds. I can do this in one. No, no. People. She wants three people to play against. Oh, I, I'll play. I'll play. Okay. okay. No. I say I nominate yeah. Nella and Mr. Peepers and Nick Knox. Okay. I thought you'd like this, Chris, as you are the. I do, but I'm I'm been dark. full plate. Like I'm I'm really clumsy. Fictionado. I know. I know. I love darts. All over this. Real life. I know. But we joke, but how incapacitated am I right now? Am I still actually unconscious, or am I at a minus, or what's going on with me? Um, you might have a little bit of a minus, but you wake up, and you just feel a pounding headache, and you see colors as good old old Woody will do that to you, as you know, but uh, nothing permanent. It seems to be a mild version of old Woody, not the full strength. They obviously... Yeah. Full old Woody water. is permanent. They <laughs> Yeah, well, true. Uh, they heavily water down their drinks here, so if that was uh, the full old Woody, you probably would have. Uh, and uh, and oddly, dying. I'm speaking. I'm speaking perfect <laughs> French as well. <laughs> exactly. You you would have been in a lot of pain, but this is a heavily watered down version of old Woody. So Come here. on, Ella, do it. Uh, do it. So she she goes first, and she you know throws pretty well, and then she's like, okay, who's up next to try to beat me? And all you need to do is literally just an attack roll, and that's it. Um, I'd be willing to go first. Okay. Do it. So you throw the dart, roll a 17, and knock it right in, and you beat her in the first game. So yes. Nice. Nice. Huzzah, huzzah. For the pack. patch society. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, oh, excellent challenge. Who's next? And with that, she she does she throws the darts and she does much better this time, much harder to beat her the second round. Who's going to step up and try to beat? Do it, Nick Knox. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take. I'll, I'll go. Yeah. All right. So, how do we do this? Do you want me to just roll a d twenty, or what do you want me to do? Uh, for you, just roll. Uh, do you have? Oh, you don't even have a ranged attack, do you? 
Um, oh, that's why I asked. It's like I'm proficient with simple weapons and I have my decks. We also I, have your well, you'll produce produce flame is the equivalent of uh oh no, it's simple weapons, so eh, just roll. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, because like it's, it's okay here. So I'm just gonna roll a d20 and we'll work it. Yeah, just it's, roll it's plus two for it's dexterity based, right? So it's plus two for decks and whatever being trained in. Is, Should be. Yeah, yeah, so it's two plus uh simple weapons, which are proficient, so it's a four. So it's plus six. That's what you get. Yep. So it's so plus six all together. Yep, that's it. Thirteen. Uh Nick's Knox um doesn't understand the rules quite and although he hits all the numbers it's not enough because the point system's a little weird with darts and she looks at nick knox says oh good show good show first time i can tell that's that's a rookie mistake going for the big numbers but you really want to go for those little you see those little slivers that's where you want to go that's where that's where you actually score the big points but good try good try and unfortunately nick knox loses that's round but finally, she goes up and says, one more for all the marble, shall we? And she throws an amazing grouping. She's like, okay, who's going to beat that? All right, so Mr. Peepers is stepping up. Can I, can I try to slyly cast Guidance? You can do whatever you want. Yeah, I want to walk up to Mr. These are, Peepers. These are well. pirates. They can't totally expect us to play, honestly. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to try to cast Guidance sort of under quietly and mask the hand gestures and do it so, sort of subtly. Okay. You cast Guidance. Let's see. You're going to do your, your stealth. <laughs> okay, we'll see what happens. As I roll it and not you. Yeah, I, I'm hey, looking at there's I... nothing in the rolling thing. Actually, can I try to assist that? Can I try to assist that stealth to cast unobtrusively using my stealth? What are you gonna cast? I'll, I'll, like I'll, I'll just do some. I'll just do some little Step press digitation. I'll just I'll just do what my what my little image is doing. Create a diversion. Create a diversion. Okay. 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 Um, and then, Mr. Peepers. Who else is casting? Is that... well, I want to just walk up to Mr. Peepers and put my arm around his shoulder and say, "Oh, my sober friend." You want to aim at the little slivers. Do not go for the high point value. It is a rookie mistake. You can right. do it. You can do it, Mr. Peepers. Right. Make us proud for the patchwork society. Right. <laughs> you you can click on the sling, by the way, John. And that's yeah. Like I've got the sling, so it's the sling ready. Yep. Uh, the dartboard yep. is flat-footed. Okay. So that's a plus two. Oh, and oh, okay, so. Here Do you get are. sneak attack damage as yeah. well? Like it, like it. Flying sneak attack. All right, ton right. eighty, ton eighty. Here it comes. Exactly, ton eighty. Ooh, really good. Eighteen. We go. We'll take an eighteen. <laughs> so, so I don't think guidance stacks. I don't think two do anything more. I think it's only one, but that's neither here nor there. Um, you you easily win, and she looks at you and says. You would make lousy pirates. Not one, but both of you felt the urge to try to cheat me. <laughs> I like it. It seems like you wouldn't have needed that anyhow, as your score was well above mine. But be careful who you cheat, as in the future someone might not laugh at that like myself. Would you, would you respect someone who didn't seek out every advantage possible? True that, true that. Well, with that, 
let's sit down and get to brass tax. And she um, sits down a, at the a table. document that we need her to sign. That's the gist, right? You actually have the document. It was handed to you, uh, whoever wants to have it. And I kind of skipped over this, but it's cool. It's actually magically sealed that it could not be opened or even read by anyone except her. So even if it fell into the wrong hands, no one could uh, do anything with it. I, I sounds a uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern <laughs> moment. Yes. Right. So, um, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, kill the bearer of this letter. Okay. So, um, so do you give her the uh, document? Yes. Okay. She looks at it. She reads it over. She removes one of her gloves and she pricks her finger with a knife and writes her name with blood on the document. And she says, I am quite impressed with your abilities. Even though you obviously don't know how to hold your liquor. And she's looking right at Nella. And then Mr. Peepers. It's like, I do Mr. like that Peepers. you uh, at least gave it an old try. And that you tried to cheat me at a fair game. Nothing too important. So with that... Uh, I will honor the original terms of the deal of assisting the Pathfinder Society with the pirate blockade in exchange for information on all slaver movements. Need to get rid of all those slavers, as you know. Nasty business, that. And with that, she, she signs the document, puts her glove back on, and rolls it up and hands it over to you. And uh, she looks around at you all. She says in a low voice, she's like, you can never tell who's watching. The free captains have eyes and ears everywhere. Best to be sure that if those lot remember anything about this night, it's not that they saw us here together. And with that, she sweeps off her hat, gives an exaggerated bow, and says... Good night to you all. And with that, she puts her leg out, tripping a nearby server who drops a plate of crab and raw fish all over the people sitting around you. And she gives you a smile and a wink and disappears in a puff of smoke. And suddenly, Ah. everyone around you starts fighting as the fish landed on the wrong people at the wrong time, and it is a big, old-fashioned bar brawl. All right. You know what that <laughs> means. Wait, no, wait, no one hear it. Roll for combat! That's nice. Right. Time for roll for combat. So how is this going to work? Give me a second to set this up, because this one's a little complex. I could totally respect this. <laughs> Whoa, this is crazy. There's like red lines and everything on the uh, grid. This was not exactly what I had in mind when I spent 60 years thinking about becoming an adventurer. (laughs) Yeah, this is, uh, it's kind of funny. This reminds me, I don't know. Chris, you were at Cozumel, right? Do you, do Uh, you? Which one? Cozumel? Yeah, uh, yes. Mm -hmm. Do, Do you know Senior Frogs? 
I do know senior fraud. This reminds me of a high school trip to Cancun. Yeah. <laughs> we went to Carlos and Charlie's. That's when the Macarena. Carlos went. and Charlie's yeah. just on the street. <laughs> Carlos and Charlie's, that was the year that they invented the Macarena. And I was that there. That is for awesome. In Mexico. Was that wow. 93 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was, it was a long time ago. Yeah. That was, that was before it hit America and we were in Mexico. Yeah. Scuba diving. Yeah. I will see you at Dick's Last Resort. Oh, yeah, Dick's Last Resort. That's a good oh, you know it's a quality drinking establishment. <laughs> the floor is made of cement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember we walked around and the, uh, the, there was these um, walls that had uh, upside-down broken bottles on the top of them as their barbed wire. That was their defense. I mean, you know, it's crazy. Oh yeah, I wouldn't well, climb oh, over oh, like along the wall, like yeah, at the like top a, of the wall. There's yeah, the top of the wall. Broken yeah. bottles. bottles yep. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's. Yeah. I would not climb over that. That would no, work. That's for me. a that's a that's a common thing in various parts of the world where it's like it's like you'd have a, a masonry wall, but you'd have just broken glass kind of put in the put into the cement on yep. the top. Yeah. Okay, let me explain how this is going to work. What's your extra, John? What's your extra to initiative? You get it. Plus ten. plus ten. Plus ten. How's that possible? How do you get a plus uh, it's, ten? I use deception, and I'm an expert in deception. So I have the plus six, plus four for well, being an expert, and plus two for my level. I know, but you're wait, an what expert. You're you, have an, you have an expert in skill. Wow. Yeah, that's level so, two. Well, originally you had eight. So wait, what was your? No, no. Originally yeah, I should have had. Oh plus no, you seven. still have a ten. You have a 10. I actually have you as a 10 here. So. Okay, that 10's right. No, no, no. You had, no, it's plus 8. You actually had a plus 8. So you just got an extra plus 2. That's all. So not even that big a deal. Uh, it is. Trust me. We'll go through it later. Anyhow, this is how it's going to work. So I will explain this. Is uh, The huge bar battle has broken out everywhere. Now, I moved all these guys off. So the only ones you need to worry about is these one, two, three, four, five, five guys who seem to be eyeing you. In addition, you'll notice there are six quadrants on this area. Those areas are hazards and general crowd of it's an assorted crowd that will throw punches, fling bottles, um, just chaos. So just being in one of these quadrants will cause utter chaos. So you have two goals throughout this fight. One, to survive. Two, to maybe bring down some people who might try to be bringing you down. And three, if you can quiet the area that you're in, you can control that area. So you can see if you control area one, then you don't have to worry about getting attacked by rowdy crowd. Now, there's a couple ways to do it. You can either just go all out and just punch the crowd and try to just beat them up using sure will, and it's abstracted. So, like, if you're telling me I'm attacking the crowd in Area 1, there's just an area. Like, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. It's just, like, you don't have to worry about attacking a specific person. And then you could also do other things, which I'll you will figure out, like, if you want to try to intimidate or talk to them or tell a story or sing a song who knows whatever you think could make a crowd go quiet and your goal is to either just get out of this place or try to calm everything down it's up to you if you just want to try to get through this and go through exit is six 
in the lower right hand corner you can just get through this all and book out of here and let the brawl go crazy if you want to try to calm everyone down and bring the fight down to a simmer you can it's up to you so do you have any general questions yeah i've got a quick question steve yes the, sure. uh, so are there basically the seaborn fisher people we can see are those not representing specific people like are there people in fact all around us or there are people around you those are going to be representing specific people that are targeting you and going to fight you personally okay okay yeah. okay i get it okay. so there's a combination of the Seaborn Fishers are actually going to try to fight each of you one-on-one. -on -one. And then overall, there's just a huge crowd around you and that will fight everyone. So if you calm down Area 1, then you don't have to worry about the crowd, at least in Area 1. But... So it's kind of like we're in the middle of a swarm effect. It's kind of like there's, there's a bar fight, which is like a swarm of locusts that's causing an effect around us that we're in the midst of. But there's also individual combatants. You got it. It's a weird, it's, yeah, it's a combination. It's cool. You'll see as it plays out, it'll make a little bit more sense. So, um, I will go first because the Seaborn Fisher won the initiative and this, and the bad guys go before the good guys. One of my favorite parts of Pathfinder. Hey, look, Thorgrim's last. What a surprise. Uh, as it should be. What a Thorgrim roll? A two. Great. Yep. Can I just, can I ask a question? Sure. Uh, just to clarify what our goal is uh what i forgot what was the detail on us getting back out of here like we were going to get picked up and then we got to go for both yes, the boat or something back, like that yeah the boat how, how do we do that the boat's there the boat's back at where you started from and all you need to do is go back to where you were you get on the boat they're going to bring you she's going to bring you back bar. to the sandbar where you get to spend all night there because that's going to be fun. And then you'll get picked up in the morning. Doesn't that sound is that, lovely? Is that three? Is that region three? Where the boat no, region six. Region six there. is to exit. Oh, region I see. One, so yes. basically, it's get it's get the MacGuffin, get the football to region six. Or you, if you're really cool, you can try to calm this whole place down. I like to calm the place fight. down. Right, but that, that would be one method of us getting to six. Would be to, have to stop methods. the fight. You have yeah. Get out alive or try to break up the fight and calm everything down. You ready? Yeah, let's Pax Romanus this. All place. right. Seaborn Fisher. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Mr. Peepers. <laughs> Poor Peepers. Oh, you should have seen the last. He, he wanders on you up. You should have seen right the last Mr. episode. Peepers. Oh, my God. And Every besides... single attack was at Mr. Peepers. Such, such a You can't DM. catch a break, John. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want? I, you're, you are a lovely looking person. Yeah, he, he's he running past the wizard to get Mr. Peepers. Okay, we believe knife. this. Okay, a knife, knife, no less. Yeah, all right. He's an old man. He's not going to attack an old man. He's going to attack a nefarious yes. looking As long as you work it into the narrative, I totally slide in by with it. You, you cool. literally are wearing a pirate hat. <laughs> You're a pirate hat. Don't attack an old man. That's right. Well, he missed anyhow, but he's going to attack again because Mr. Peepers won't shut up complaining. He's like, why are you attacking me? What you doing? I haven't done anything. I don't. And I rolled 12, so that misses. All right. Missing all around. So who up is next? Uh, who up is next? I like that. Nella. Nella is up. Works. You, you, you see lots of stuff going around. What you going to do? Um... I, I see. I thought this was gonna be a fist fight. I didn't know they were bring some. They bring got knives. Weapons. 
Yeah. Let me give you a little if uh, thing about that. They're knives, but they're not really trying to kill you. They're just trying to knock you out. And think of it as, eh, it's just a really rough brawl. You can't really die, and if you use lethal force, unless you really go all out, you probably can't kill them. But that's up to you. I probably recommend you, if you want to use the way it works in Pathfinder now, it's weird. So you can, as long as the last hit is non-lethal, they won't die. So you can do, if they have 100 hit points, you can do 99 points of lethal damage and one point of non-lethal and they go down. All right, I'm fine. going to take out my staff and I'm going to cast Shillelagh on it. Oh boy, here we go. But I'm going to probably use, when I get around to attacking, I'm going to try to use non-lethal damage. Okay. Or else I'm just going to like, kind of try to be intimidating with it and be like, look, I got a big stick. You want to calm the hell down. Okay, you cast the Shalele. Are you done? I cast Chipotle. Yes, I'm done. Okay. The Seaborn Fisher. Oh, look who's right in front of the Seaborn Fisher. Hello, Mr. Peebuzz. Are you ready? I'm going to use my dodging. Uh, okay. Feet. You're going to use dodge. Good job. This he is pulls how it works, guys. It's a fishing knife. All right, that's one action. He throws it at you. Oh. Well, they're using lethal damage already. <laughs> yeah. It's I not dodge. lethal. It's lethal-esque. A 12. A good 12 is actually... Uh, what's your... 21. That's just a miss. And after that, he uh, pulls out another knife, and he's done. And then another, another one, way up at the top, and he decides to pull out a knife. And throw it at... Eh, let's roll a die. Let's see who it throws it at. One, two, three, four, five. Two. That's Thorgrim. Okay, Thorgrim, you get a knife thrown at you. Great. Sixteen. Clank off the table. <laughs> you know, misses by a mile. So uh, I wouldn't worry about it at all. Uh, well, okay, he's going to pull out his uh, other knife, and he's staying there. But uh, Mr. Peepers is up. What are you going to do? All right, action one. Pull out my short swords. No, pull out a short sword. Are you serious? You can't do that yes. in one action, two? Oh, my God. Maybe if you get a feat. Oh, my God. Okay, I pull out one uh, short There's sword. probably I like a quick draw feat. A second short sword, and then I attack with one short sword, and I attack the guy who's next to me. Okay. No bonuses. Actually, no. He's flat-footed. Oh, no, no, no. He's not flat No, he's not. No, he's not. 16. You hit. Oh, cool. And you do six points of damage. He uh, he doesn't look too good. He's like, owie. You're done. Nick's Knox. Nick's Knox. Save me. Save me, Nick's Knox. Get up here. All right. I want to try the use intimidation to cow the... Uh, the, the, the brawlers into calming the hell down. Uh, a little bit like from Robocop. Behave yourselves! And and so I want to know then uh, how does that work and if I could do something. Intimidation. I, okay, so intimidation. Can I get a bonus on intimidation if with a flourish? Like if I blow a spell? Like, you know, like, like firing, like, you know, kind of the equivalent of shooting a gun in the air. Sure. We'll give you a small bonus. A small bonus? Is it worth a small bonus? All right, You're well, not uh, getting big bonuses in this edition. Yeah, just, just <laughs> All right. yeah. It's a bonus. <laughs> These are pirates. They've seen a lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, so that I won't use a spell slot then. 
right? I'll uh, use produce flame to produce flame to uh, uh, back up okay. my intimidation. I'm going to roll intimidation. Okay. That's fine. You don't need to use a spell slot. You can just use a cantrip. Because it'll use your whole turn, so that's fair. Oh, my lord. Uh, 20. You, you hold up your hands. You're like, behave, everyone! And it's like, start, like, flames are shooting out of your hands. And believe it or not, this area gets into stunned silence. And you have successfully calmed down area one. Which nice. is where you all are, and your turn is done. Wow, nice job. It does not calm down the individuals. The individuals. Right. Oh, of course. It's another watching. Yeah. Watching the fight. Also Thank known you. as the Mister Peepers magnets. It was it was Kevin Bacon in Animal House. Remain calm, everyone. Remain calm. <laughs> Just for that, he's gonna eat the, the Seaborn Fisher. That's a great reference. That is a good one. Sees that magic is being used and decides to pull out a spell. Tries to hydraulic push Mr. Peepers. Uh oh. That's right. And rolls a 16 on you. A powerful blast of pressurized water that bludgeons the target and knocks you back. No reflex? No, it's just an actual attack. And if it hits you, it actually does 3d6 damage and you're knocked back five feet. It's like a holy moly. That's a good spell. That's a good spell. It's a level one spell. He ain't fooling around. Wow, if he critically hits you, you would have done. 32 points of damage, but he misses Dead. you with a 16 and does not hit you. What is this spell? Hydraulic push. Wow. Hydraulic push. It's literally like water. Like, oh, uh, he's like, has a fire hose. The fire hose. Yeah. Out, out <laughs> of his hand, hitting you, and it fails. You manage to, you're drenched, but fighting you, fair. You're okay. He, he is the yin to my yang. Yeah. And then yeah. the guy pulls out water bending. And then next, there's a guy way ah, up. Ah, yeah, these guys! No, they're all two. over the place. I know they're all over the place. And this guy also sees the magic and decides, ah, water. What goes with water? Frost. He raises a frost Thorgrim. Uh, fourteen Miss. misses. Yeah, he tries to blast you with an icy array, and completely misses you. And then pulls out a dagger as well. Well, Taris is up, and he's like, what is going on? This place, Look, this place is madness, madness, I tell you. Oh, this is no place for an honest man like me. This is a den of rats. And then he moves his hands, and he says a magic word, and he turns into a rat by casting Pest Form. Oh, my God. And he skitters underneath the table right next to him. Ha, nice. <laughs> and that's it. Wow. Thank God we have a rat on our side now. <laughs> who, yep. who, has the, who has the football, by the way? Well, Nick Knox. Let me tell you. I think I was guessing I did, but I, I'd say Nick Knox. It is. It has been upped your game. Like I was impressed by your level of uh, hiding, but this is this is a whole new level. Uh, uh, turning into a rat and hiding. I want to see you do that. Okay. Next up is the bar fight itself. So the bar fight goes. Okay. So I thought, I thought we calmed the bar fight. Oh, you did. in our area, in your area, but not always. Not, not the individuals. There's so always right. a few. There's always that's a few. Right. So all around you is general mayhem, but something actually does happen. Is throughout the general mayhem, you see 
a cask rupture and something coats the floor. Let me give you show you where this is. Oh no. Yeah, these oh, are the yes. Seth Liptons of Area One that don't go with the crowd. Oh no, but that's where Vorteris is. <laughs> Vorteris is getting covered in this. What is it? Is it liqueur? Strawberry liqueur? Yeah, that whole area is now as if covered with the grease spell. Uh, oh no, it's not. Sorry, it's not. Oh no, no, no. Um, the effects of grease. That's right. So. The whole area is covered with grease. Let's let's refresh our memories of how. Yeah, grease let's look that up. Oh, I can do it. Don't you don't have to go anywhere? Watch this. Ta-da! There we go. There's the grease spell for you, Eric. You don't even have to look it up. I'm literally on the page with it right now. But yes, oh, okay. thank you. That's okay. So anyhow, yeah, the way grease works is it is um, the area is covered in grease. Each area standing on the greasy surface must succeed a reflex save or an acrobatics check against the DC or fall prone. Creatures using the action to move into the surface must attempt a reflex or an acrobatics to balance. And you could also step or crawl through it and not have to worry about it. All right, so, so, so okay. now i got to ask, what, was it, what about uh, four-legged creatures? Because he's a four-legged mm-hmm. creature. Um, we'll see. <laughs> All right, so should I roll a, a reflex save then? Yeah, yeah, just pull a reflex save. I'm going to look into it in a second. Oops, I accidentally rolled it three times. Just take the first one. It happens to be the best one. Yeah. Uh, believe it or not, you actually get, here's the thing, if you use pest form, you get a plus 10 to your acrobatics and stealth. Well, then I got so, a 29. Right, so it, 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 so the nice. email, it's already been answered, uh, Seth. Cause that's yeah, that is my, that's great. I love it. We'll take it with it. I love it. That's things are awesome. Like that. That's awesome. That is so cool. I love it when things are yeah, elegant. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. So a twenty-nine. So he's just like, ooh, yuck. But not I just a- like take all four of my feet. Like he's a rat. He loves the grease. This is yeah. It's a pig and slop, is what that is. Orgrim, <laughs> you're finally up at the end of the round. You finally get to go. What are you oh gonna my do? god. Oh man, everyone's in my way now. Um, hurry up, hurry up. All right, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually move into section two. Section two, electric blue. All right, go move over there. Yep. And I throw a punch at that guy. Oh. Which I don't think I have on my sheet, but or as oh, a choice. hold on one second. That's hilarious. So you're you're just engaging the bar fight. You're just like the bar fight. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. A bar fight is just a dwarf's way of saying hello. Exactly. It's time for a scruff. So, everywhere, every section just got greased. By the way, it's oh not my just goodness. one area. Okay. Uh, a punch. Um, I think shield bash is a punch, isn't it? Yeah, the equivalent. I think that's similar. All right, let's do it. Oh, uh, twenty-three. You easily nice. punch this guy. Nice. What's the damage of your punch? I think. Um. It's probably 1d4, I bet. I mean, let me see. Hold on. It might say on the character sheet. Well, I'm going to use shield yeah, bash. No, fist, a fist is 1d4 plus 4. That's what it is. Yes. It's literally the exact same as shield it bash. It's blunt. So yep. you do five points of damage to this you guy. You roll the one. Of course I roll the one. All right. And what I will do, though, also is my I have third action. I pull out my shield as third action. Oh, my God. He's worried about the fishers. Jeez. Oh, He's worried about the sea Wait, And you, you have the football, right? You have the contract, don't you? Uh, yes. 
So, so not only do we have to get out, we have to drag a dwarf out of a bar fight. Yep, that ain't, that's no easy I task. love that there's a grease right in the hallway there to get out. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I think we need to quell the areas. This guy this this guy backs up. You're just then, having fun. And then he, uh, he also does a hydraulic push right at Mr. Peepers. Ooh, 22. It's going to definitely hit Mr. Peeper. And somehow, I, I mean, this is insane. I rolled 3d6. I rolled a 1, a 3, and a 1. Five points of damage, Mr. Peepers. And you are pushed back five feet. Wow. All right. Ouch. So mark, mark off five points. And okay. he is done. Nella is up. Nella, do you wish to become a rat and join your friend under the table? Tempting, but no. Okay. Go, go, go. Okay, first action is a move. And unfortunately, that doesn't, since I had to avoid the grease, uh, I was not close enough to hit anybody. So second action is also going to have to be a move. And then I'm going to smack the one seaborne fisher to the northeast of me with my stick. I'm going to try to do non-lethal damage, though. So that's going to be a minus two to my attack. Sure. So wait, non-lethal is a minus two? If you use a lethal weapon to do non-lethal damage, it's minus two. If you're doing a fist, a fist would be non-lethal to begin non, with. A, a fist is non-lethal to begin with, unless you're a monk. So you don't have to worry about that, Chris. I was about to pull out my battle axe, though. Sorry, <laughs> I cast the, st the spell instead yep. of the attack. My That's bad. fine. You hit, and even when... Oh, does that include the minus two? Yes, I put the minus two in. Oh, actually, you put a plus two in by accident. Oh, I'm sorry. So <laughs> that's okay. So instead you roll a 13, 17, you roll a 13 and then so you are, you are done. You try to be careful and not, um, and not hit anyone. But, uh, this, this seaborn fisher sees that and decides to, he's getting out of, oh, actually he can't go there. He's in a different room. Yeah. There yeah. He was in a different room. I'm just gonna move him there. Cause it's hard to see. Uh, I'll just say he's there. And then instead he's just going to back up. And then he is going to... Uh, he'll do Ray Frost. 15. Misses Nella by a mile. Oh, and then the other one. The other one is up by Area 2, up by the dwarf, and sees the uh, the mayhem. And uh, he ain't fooling around. He's, he's just going to hydraulic push the dwarf. Here we go. Here comes the spell. Hurry up. 22. Oh my god, there's 14 points of damage. <laughs> that's lethal damage, too, right? Yes. Right, so gloves are off now. Fuck it that. hits you square in the face. I wanted a nice, honest bar fight. And they're going to try to kill me now. And you get pushed back five feet up against the wall. And he, uh, he laughs and laughs and uh, runs away. Mr. Peepers is up. All right. So I have two equipped short swords. I'm going to take a and whap, whap. I'm going to attack with a short sword. You know what? I'm going to attack it that way. I was about to say, I don't think you can reach where you're going. but Yeah. Um, and in theory, stairs are difficult terrain, but I'm going to say these are small enough that you don't have to worry about it. 
right. I think I have a bonus for the first 10 feet of difficult terrain, but yeah, I'm just saying. Okay. So he's on difficult terrain. Uh, that makes him flat footed. No, he's not on difficult terrain. No one is flat footed to you ever. I know okay. you never, ever, ever. <laughs> You've never All right, well, I'm attacking the guy to the north. Flat footed ever. Me, uh, with short sword. Okay. World's worst thief. You need flanking. A 10. <sighs> Miss. Next. Right. Second attack is going to be at a minus four. Don't you have a special ability that you've never used for your level two character that you really should know and read your character? You mean if the first attack hits? Ah, okay. Maybe he does know it. Okay. Keep going. All right. Yeah, you just need to hit on that first attack. Okay, you hit. Oh, nice. 16. Five points of damage. Whoa. Take him off the board. Take him off the board. He's He's down. And uh, he's unconscious and uh, dying. Nice job. So not Arts. using non-lethal damage. <laughs> yeah, I mean. They're, they're not really they're dying. Not. As long as you don't, what the rules of this, it actually has it in the module. They're used to this. They're tough. As long as they will all stabilize after one round automatically, just to let you know. Good. As long as you don't become a murder hobo, you should be fine. Just... You can't then try to do an AOE with him already down. You don't that want to will coup, kill coup de gras. Him. You yeah, do... you can't kill him outright. Otherwise, you just knock him out, and they'll stabilize automatically. Nick's knocks is up. All right, so uh, real questions first. Uh, I don't know. Are, 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 are there any options to make uh, otherwise lethal spells non-lethal? No. Right. So, that's so, okay, yeah, that's, like, that's he just doesn't that's matter because they're not... It's everything's uh, no, it, it, no, it's like like the thing you just said. It matters. Like if uh, if there's an unconscious person, yeah, uh, if my... he wants to do it, no, no, I, I, I just, don't... I would, oh, for the I, AOE. I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying I want to do it. I'm saying that'll define whether or not I want to do it. Uh, so I'm not doing that. Uh, I'm gonna walk over to the stride over to Thorgrim for one action, and I say, Thorgrim, give me the give me the contract. I'm gonna get out of here. You 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 have fun fighting. But I but we need to keep the contract safe. You you don't, oh, you don't need that. God. You need to be cumbered with that. So uh, for another action, I I attempt to take the contract from from Thorgrim. Well, he's not carrying it around. So I, I thought he, I thought Thorgrim was the one who had it. Yeah, but it's not like he's just carrying it around. It's like in his pocket or something. I'm gonna say you can move over there and then delay your action for Thorgrim to hand it to you. Is that what you wish to do? I, I can't I can't pull it out from his. Belt pouch or wherever he has. It's the, like, like bandolier. Yeah, I'll say just, just two actions. It. Yeah, two actions. And then All right, I, I do that. Well, yeah. I think it would be funny if in, in the fog of war, Thorgrim punches him. Eric, ah. yeah, it would be funny. Wait, was mm -hmm. Eric? Were you saying something, Eric? Or? Just that having him take two actions to grab the thing and having him take two actions to ready an action is the same. You're right. Right. It's just a question of where you turn. But now he actually has it, so I'm just that's right. a good. Yeah, I just get it from him. Right. Well, I'll say it's like one action for you to like find it and then like pull it off of him. Sure. While he's covered in sure. water. <laughs> Ooh, the Seaborn Fisher is Crack up. him down while while he's while he's ducking and dodging and getting thrown around. I know. The Seaborn Fisher, he he decides to back up. They're, they they don't like that you guys have all these uh these magic things. So instead he's just gonna electric arc. Uh, Nella <laughs> They're and the Mr. ones Peepers. who have all the magic things. 
It's crazy. There's hydraulic pushing. And... I know. Yeah. Like, so what Dallas? magic? The only magic we've done is turn into a mouse or something. Like, what a kind rat. of magic? It was a rat. A rat, a rat. Okay. Nella and Nella and Mr. Peepers give me reflex saves to dodge oh, the arc of electricity. No. This guy's turning into a rat. We got to <laughs> hit the nuclear button. Hit the hit. button. Hit the button. This is serious. Reflex. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what ref uh, I mean, I got a 20, so I got a natural 20, so I take, not attacking the I rat. take no damage. Oh, yeah, they can only even see the rat. The rat's gone. He's he's a non grata. Uh, Nella takes no damage whatsoever. Mr. Peepers is going to use a fails. hero. No, he doesn't. He's going to take a does. hero point and oh he's going God. to do reflex. Again. It's two points of damage. Okay, go right in. Oh, 28. He actually takes. No damage, because he's so insane. I don't know. He, he, he... I don't know what damage it's gonna do. I just don't want the magic thing to happen to me. Like cause some of these things are like, oh, two points of damage only, but you're blind for the next six rounds. You know, I, 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 I don't want that. Okay. Well, you, you use your hero point. You roll twenty-eight. You dodge out of the way. Both of you take no damage. Good job. Uh, Seaborn Fisher. Uh, he, um, oh, yeah, it's too easy. Yeah, he sees Nick Knox next to him and sees Thorgrim, and he sees that. He sees you handing something over, and he doesn't like that. No, 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 that's that's bad. That's bad. So he's gonna back up, and then he's gonna also cast Electric Arc. Oh, yeah, you gotta get Nick Knox for that. Nick Knox and Thorgrim, give me reflex saves. So I have something, full plate gives you something called Bulwark. And it allows you to, uh, on your reflex saves, to avoid damaging effects such as fireball. You add a plus three modifier instead of your next modifier. Is that uh, would you rather use your plus three rather than your? I have reflex? no. I have no. Def I have no. Uh, what's you have a reflex. Everyone's trained in everything. Everyone's trained in everything. It, no, it allows me. It gives me plus three to that roll because it's not, it's a plus three modifier instead of my dex modifier. I have no dex modifier at all. That makes sense with your uh, plate or your armor. It's interesting. It's, I've never seen that before, but it's a it's a thing now. All right, so that's an eight. So that's an eight. He rolls so. a Thorgrim roll anyway. <laughs> you roll a critical failure, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> it's a, you can roll a zero. Okay. Uh, Nick Knox rolls a nineteen. Wait, how did I roll you, a zero? You rolled a one. Uh, one plus four plus three. <laughs> one plus yeah. four. You rolled a one. So. Nick Knox takes <laughs> two points of damage as he dodges out of the way. You know what? I'm using a hero point. Four grim. I'm using a hero point. Yeah. Double uh, I'm using a hero point. Yeah. Double damage. There you go. I'm not going to get knocked out. Damage. There you go. Roll that hero point. Here comes another. Oh. Bracing myself for another one. Oh, he gets a six. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but that's a nine. Oh, you take. Four points of damage. So you right. rolled a one oh. and then you rolled a two. Oh, Good job. That's Chris, how, do. That's, yep. Chris, how do you roll it? How do you roll this every every uh, game? Yep. Every wow. Terrible. Mark it off the board. <laughs> mark, mark off that four points it, of damage. It, it's 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 Day that is very upset with you constantly mispronouncing her name and making you roll once. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You roll a lot of these in bed. Yeah, your D twenties is ranges from one to four. Well, it's, it's actually Iomide, but everyone corrects me and says Iomide. 
that's what everyone cracks me. But what parish is, is it actually? It's Iomide. What's, what's the rat no. doing? The rat's trying it's, to 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 sleep. No, which which is it? Eric, time. Eric, which is it? It's Iomide. It is Iomide. Yeah, I made it up, so I know that. Oh, you are. Well, that's you awesome are because the. The, uh, that is that is the all the, the gods ruling. the gods themselves have spoken yeah, yeah. That ruling. because I want okay. ha- yeah go ahead is it my turn yeah yeah it's your turn okay Stephen can you remind me it's uh, making an acrobatics or some other check to when you move out of the square oh for yeah it's um, for Greece you can also yeah it's either and that's not an action that's just this thing you have to roll or is it an action well if you want to step out of it you don't have to make any check. So if you want, to, uh, I don't. You want, uh, no, I want to. I want to move out of it. Oh, if you want to move, then yeah. it's either reflex or an acrobatics check to balance so that you don't fall prone while you're trying to go through it. All right, let me quickly see which one of those things I'm better at. Acrobatics is plus zero, and well, your the... pest form gives you um, plus ten. Right? Didn't you say it gives you plus ten to your acrobatics? So just acrobatics. Okay, then that's what I'm. And stealth. Do. Yeah, so it's pretty good. Okay. Uh, well, stealth is... I'm actually at plus three. So should I take stealth instead? Can I use stealth to move? Through grease? Yeah. No, it's reflex or acrobatics. That's okay, it. then I misheard what you said. Okay, so I'm going to do a uh, acrobatics check to see if I can move out. Okay. And this will be plus ten. Oh! You roll a natural one. Hero that? point! Hero point! <laughs> hey, everyone's doing it! Everyone's spending their hero points on frivolous rolls. I'll spend my hero point too. Oh my hero. god! Be a hero! That's Don't a hero! Left. That's a hero move! Don't you leave it on the table! Burn that hero point! Oh, Agreed. <laughs> so, it's that 11 plus 10, 21. You easily are able to move through the grease, no problem. After okay. initially failing. Yeah, like, hey, I skitter under this table, and then I'm going to cast a spell. Oh, as a rat, cool. Mm-hmm. And the spell that I'm going to cast is Agitate. And I'm going to cast it at, uh, which of these guys, one or two, uh, are the are, is more wounded? Well, uh, neither. The, neither. Neither is Okay, been... then I'm going to cast it on number one. Okay, number one. Number one, agitate. That's a nasty spell. Here comes yeah. the wheel saving throw. Let's see what does he get. Eighteen! Oh, and no! the, the wow. number was seventeen, baby. It still does half damage. So two do two d eight damage. No, 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 no. What it is is that is it's that he, the, we. I think it's that you. He's under oh, right, the effect, right, right, right. Sorry, and so, then if during right. the duration he wants right. to move, he's got to make a. If he doesn't right. want to move, he got to make a save. So basically, I'm just forty forcing him to eat a uh, stride every round, or else he has to make a will save to prevent taking damage. That's right. Yes, yes, that is one of the cool new spells from. What was that from? That actually was a brand new spell. Yeah, I'm not sure box. where I got it from. Yeah, it had a million things. It's like it's from one of Lost Omen guides. Probably. That's an excellent spell that you showed everyone how... Yeah, Lost Omens, Gods, and Magic is where it's from. There you go. Okay. Area 1 is completely secure. Area 2, where Nyxnox and Thorgrim are, the bar fight uses its action to make a general mayhem strike against all creatures in area, any areas that have not been disabled. So we will 
do one attack, but it's the same damage against everyone. So I will do that attack. It's called General Mayhem. First one will be against Thorgrim. There we go. The first attack, 21! Oh. Definitely hit Thorgrim with his 20 armor class. And then the second attack is 17 against Nyxnox, which will also hit you with your 16 armor class. And then I will roll the damage. And it's I'm not using the damage in these. Here comes the damage. One oh. for damage. Six points of damage for both Nyxnox and Thorgrim as you're being pushed around everywhere. Thorgrim, you might need that hero point because it looks like you're about to die. Hero point's gone. How about the other guys, though, the fishers? The, uh, it should go on them, too, no? It does not affect them because that's really? not how these work, ever. They... Is this more grease? Yep. More grease explodes everywhere, and there's now more difficult terrain covering the entire bar. Thorgrim is up. Right, oh, is it grease also counts as difficult terrain? Well, it's not difficult terrain. It's grease. It's, it's actually just worse. Challenging it's terrain. actually okay, got it. it's even worse. You have to make saves yeah, to move. Yeah, through. it's actually worse. All right. Uh, as a free action, I say, Nick Knox, use your use your glare to calm this area. Yeah, and uh, do, do, do something. And I will, um, I will equip my shield. Actually, I'll move here and I will do a proper shield bash on this guy. Twenty-one, six points of damage. You hit him, and he goes down. And I'm equipped, moved, attacked. Oh, another seaborn. Oh, he's dead. He's like he's like on the ground, mumbling to himself. Nell is up. Nelly, you see a rat next to you. Squish it! Squish it! <laughs> Tempting, but no. It looks but like I'm he's just, casting a spell. I'd like to think I can recognize line. recognize the primal ways when I yeah, see them. No, it's not going to hurt little animals. You never know. All right, so 20 feet I managed to move up and without stepping in the grease. And I'm going to go ahead and attack number one to the southeast of me. Number one. You got it. And I know I don't have to, but I'm going to, as a role-playing thing, continue to use non-lethal damage. Yes. Because that's, be. that's how I roll. You will be rewarded. Not, right. not by right. hitting him, apparently. <laughs> You'll be rewarded in the next life. And I might as well go for another attack, just because why not? Okay, go. Go, go. go get so the next one's at minus seven. That's right. Here we go. Oh, 14. Well, here's the good news. You almost hit them almost isn't good news you would have done a ton of damage 14 points but you missed i got my principles though okay the seaborn fisher goes number one that's right next to nella and sees all those attacks at him he's like ah number one that guy yeah okay is he the one that i cast a spell on or did i do it on two that was number one then this one okay. you missed and uh He's like, where'd that spell come from? No matter. Mm -hmm. Couldn't have been that rat, could it? No, I must be seeing things. And with that, he decides to cast a spell on Nella. Hydraulic push. Oh, God. Hi, it's not that bad. Oh, my God. It's really bad. That's a miss. What? I missed. Oh, thank God. It's a 15. Misses. I have a deceptively high armor class. Yeah, she, she's quite powerful. And that guy is done. And then the other seaborn fisher who has his knife out decides to throw it at Nyxnox. 
Oh, definitely some range penalties there. I know. Let's see. Uh, That's two, a very high roll. Four. It's six. It actually might miss. Uh, so that's yeah, minus six. So 18. Yeah, 16 will get me. Still hits you. Even no, six knocks. Six knocks takes damage. five points of damage. Nix as a As a, a fisher's knife is now stuck in him, Seaborn Fisher pulls out another knife. Decides to throw it this time at Mister Peepers because uh, that was that was a very lucky. As Nick Knox's hit, all the nearby churches are they're starting to ring the bells. The bells are tolling for him. Ooh, that is a critical miss. Mister Peepers is up. All right, so I'm going to move. Ha cha cha cha. Okay, you're gonna have to go. I don't. Five, I 10, can move 15, through. I can move through an okay, ally. You got there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to be careful of that grease. You got to be oh, careful. Oh, I'm grease. careful. You don't tell me about the grease. I'm Mister Careful with grease. All right. So attack number one. Okay. You hit. Ooh, that's a good thing. Uh, he is flat-footed to me. Why is that? Because of. Uh, <laughs> my no 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 twin faint okay you make a dazzling series of attacks with both weapons using the first attack to throw your off, uh, foe off guard against the second attack at a different angle make one strike with each of your two melee weapons both against the same target the target is i think i think he's making this up because it's been two it's levels tw- and it's called twin fate Ever. Yeah, but I Not have even... to hit on the first time. But I know uh, the target is automatically flat-footed against the second attack. I know. Go, go, go! I'm That's pretty cool. Crap. So minus you need, two. You need basically. a way to get your sneak attack hammer. It's basically a minus two instead of a minus four. However you want to do it. If you want to do minus two, twelve, you still miss. Okay. Yeah, but if he okay. hit, he would have got sneak attack. True. And I'm Nick Knox is up. Nick Knox is not looking too good. Thorgrim, we've had enough fun here. It's time to go. And I move. I go behind this cover over here. And I cast a two-action heal on myself. Not pulling around. So that is... Well, it's the second level. No, it's just still. So it's only 1d8 plus 8, right? Yep. So just roll 1d8. 10. You heal yourself 10. Nice, nice roll. Seaborn nice roll. Fisher goes. Well, it's a two he rolled. Not a nice mm, roll. This guy's going to back up a little. And Electric Arc. Through Nella wow. and Mr. Peepers. Nella and Mr. Peepers, give me reflex saves. All right. Ooh, Nella's a 24. Almost critical success. Not quite. Mr. Peepers, 18. You each take one point of damage. I'll take it. Whopping one point each. Yeah, Borteris. Hmm. I am going to. I'm going to move. Unfortunately, my move is reduced to ten. Correct. So five, ten. That's one. Five, ten. Here I am under this table, and uh, I think that's. I think I'll then hold on. I'm going to cast a spell. Um, I think. Ah, I've got window confusion. Okay. Uh, no, these are all terrible. All right, and then I'm going to cast shield. So a little shield appears in my rat hand. What? What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I'm under the table. 
I, I see that. I see ah! that the table. Your brown Jenkins. Yep, that's it for me. All right, the bar fight goes. Um, let's see. Thorgrim, you will first be attacked by General Mayhem. What is your AC? 20. Does a 20 hit you? Mm, yes. <laughs> so, okay. And I have the highest AC, and I've been, never been missed. That's crazy. That's correct. Vorteris, you are in Section 4, which means things are going to happen to you. Oh, no! Oh, that's right. Unfortunately, strangely, your AC is higher as a rat than yes. as a human. That's right. My AC is currently 17. That's correct. So you get a 17 AC. 11 as human, 17 as rat with shield. That's right. So So far, so great. I haven't even cast Mage Armor yet. I can get that up to 18 if I want. 11! It misses you! So there's like going around, but Volteris is totally fine. But General Mayhem will hit Thorgrim. For 5 damage. Nine points of damage, maximum damage. Oh no! Ridiculous. He's getting hit in the face with like bottles getting thrown at him. Just, just the general mayhem has. Thorgrim, I think it's time to leave, buddy. Nada, press the attack. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, this might, this might get bad. Mm-hmm. Might, and Yay. of course, once again. Things are spilling all over the ground. The whole area is becoming difficult terrain. Let's see where. Ah, <sighs> crap. No! <laughs> Shit. Seven, uh, yes. Seven more rounds, and the first uh, greases are going to start disappearing. Oh, Thorgrim. I Thorgrim. Know. I know. <laughs> oh, that guy right. dead. Thorgrim's up. Damn, dude. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Tales from the Black Lodge. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com. been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember that Chaotic Greedy is not a real alignment. 